Welcome back to Fake Film Students. I'm Christina Thorson. And I'm Haley Ignatowitz. This week was the Timothy Chalamet Hour, so we watched Love the Coopers 2015 and Miss Stevens 2016. So should we just get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. You want to start with Love the Coopers? Yeah, I definitely have a lot more to say about this movie than Miss Stevens. Just about this movie, just, I kind of just like starting off. Yeah. I really like hated the voiceover. Oh my god, the fact that the dog is the narrator. Oh my god, I thought it was Santa. <laughs> At first I was like, <laughs> I was like, who is it? And then guess what? Amazon Trivia spoiled it for me. Oh, Halfway really? through the movie, I moved my mouse and Amazon Trivia was like Steve Martin, who by the way is the yeah. voice of the dog. No, what? I literally I didn't um I didn't watch it on Amazon, but one of the first like um credits that comes up at the end is steve martin as rags which i didn't I just, even know his name was rags I did. <laughs> awful, awful name for a dog first of all i did not even make that connection like hearing the voice no. i was so shocked like yeah i was really caught off guard by and that the fact, okay the fact that the dog is a narrator like you would think that it'd be like an omniscient like entity which is why yeah. i was like oh santa makes sense right <laughs> exactly. like because but the dog he had no idea what was at the mall you know whether in yeah, other with locations the cop? with, the, with the cop he has what? how does he know what's going how on does he know? the, he the entire know. airport like portion of this movie anything how? that's not in the house exactly. which is most of the movie. movie yeah he doesn't know how would he know does he know these people, like, I mean, sort of intimately, but, like, how do, how can he read, like, these people's minds? I don't, I don't know. And then just the fact that, like, there was a voiceover at all just, like, no. really bothered me. I mean, me. all these, like, Christmas movies kind of do have, like, a narrator. It is usually Santa, but... Why just... wouldn't it be Santa? I thought it would be. Like, it makes so much more sense. I just hate they, like pan to the you know the snow globe <laughs> and like oh god that yes. and then it like fades like weirdly with, into the yeah snow and i'm like and it's like them where it was like this is their last moment of happiness before <laughs> she obviously <laughs> decided to get a divorce which but... i don't even know when that like was a place um and then that was like, i was like wow really i forgot that the dog was the narrator but i remember being super upset the first time i watched this when i made that connection <laughs> as well and it was all rushed back my like oh my upset um i actually at first at first i liked the cinematography and the set design because i was like oh it's christmasy yeah that was one of my main um points that i like really enjoyed about this movie was how christmasy every single location was it made me want christmas really badly right so i mean i liked that um at first although i will say Later on, I was like, I feel like the cinematography is really creative, but maybe even at a cost. Okay, in what way? Like, when the kid um is, like, zooming around the store and it, like, goes into his perspective. Oh. Like, whatever the child's name is. Um, I didn't know. But yeah, I really hated that. Also. I didn't like that. Going off of that, the whole um Bo and what was timothy's name actually did i write it down charlie oh interesting connection to perks of being a wallflower yes but no just that whole their whole storyline i thought they went to the mall with their grandparents 
But then the grandparents are with the daughter and the aunt, and they're driving around to another place. And I was like, wait, did they leave Bo and Charlie at the mall? Or were they just never at the mall to begin with? How did they get there? I'm gonna be honest. Wait, why were the grandparents even at Ed Helms's house? To get the little girl. To get the little girl, but also to get the son, to get both the sons too. They all went to the mall together, but then they just left the other two at the mall and like no, went about their Timothy business. No, because Timothy Chalamet drove back. Oh, did remember? he really? Yeah, there was a scene of him <laughs> being beat up and sad in the car. Wow, I just, I guess I just completely like blacked out during that because. I mean, it's really I, easy to miss I, stuff <laughs> going on in this movie. Yeah, there's it's so, so much. Yeah, no, I just completely forgot about that, I guess. Because I was really confused the whole time why they left these two children at the mall and just continued about, like, buying poinsettias and picking up hitchhikers No, and doing wait, a bunch of other buying things. Buying poinsettias was a completely different thing. That was that was something else. Like, there's just <laughs> so much later. going on. Also, was this one day? This was supposed to be one day all of this is happening. I Yeah, because they're at the... Yes, because they're not going to be at the airport for more than one day. Well, I was, it was confused. that night. How long were Olivia Wilde and Army boyfriend actually at the airport? Because it felt like they were both there for like two days. <laughs> yeah. But they were both like, oh, I'm waiting for my connection, which, oh my gosh, I'm. Wait, I just have to backtrack though, like more yeah. in the beginning of the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. To... Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, Amanda say fr- fried fried. <laughs> I'm just gonna say fried. I just watched a video on how to pronounce her name and I don't know how to say it still. Um, so I was so confused um, as to what their relationship was. Who, Ruby and Bucky? Yes. Okay, I yes. Guess that's their names. Um, I really hated how they were flirty together, which uh, I don't know. He, Ed Helms, like, also sort of near the beginning sees her and is kind of intrigued. Yeah, by seeing her, and I was like, that's her. your father. Your father also likes her. Was that his father? Grandfather. Oh, grandfather. Yeah, his grandfather, grandfather is like, they're both interested in the same girl that really, I really just hated that whole part. But Amanda Seyfried likes Likes Bucky. Bucky. Yes. She doesn't like Ed Helms. No. She doesn't care about Ed Helms. She doesn't she even l- know that he likes her, basically. She's more interested in Bucky. She but why? is fully interested in Bucky. And I honestly was so put off by that. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. But I just, I thought it was a more like cute, like he gives her advice kind of thing. Like he's no, like, there kind was of, like, definitely some flirting going on. No, there was full on flirting like from the beginning, but I didn't know if I should have been reading it that way. But then <laughs> later on, it was confirmed that yes, oh indeed, my I God. should have been reading should it. Should we way. go chronologically or do you think we should talk about each like each sort of section? Oh God, I don't know. I think maybe we should, I think we should talk mainly about each section because okay. it's so intercut. That I think it might just get confusing. Oh my god, yeah. But our yeah, okay. You yeah, know, as her as the Ruby Bucky kind of love story continues, they obviously get in that fight when she decides to move to a different town because she says she needs a new start because she's had like a really rough life here. Which we didn't really <laughs> see much of, I'm not gonna no. lie. No. I get that she's working like a really low paying job. But I don't know. I'm just, I, okay. She wanted to move away 
because she wanted a better career as a waitress. And I thought that was confusing because I was like, isn't, aren't most waitresses kind of working their way towards something else? Like, I kind of sw- thought- Did she really say that? No, she said, like, Coffee City, it's the perfect place for a waitress Waitress? I thought that was more just, like, a joke. Like, she was trying. I didn't take that. She was trying to become a better waitress. <laughs> I actually did. I thought she was. And then I was like, well, I if you are, then you're failing because she literally talks to this old man this whole time and sits down at the booth with him. She did not get reprimanded once, even when he ran into the kitchen and- and turned into a young man in front of her and confessed his love for her, which yeah. further cemented the fact that it they was were a, it in was fact a relationship type thing. No, yeah. I just thought I thought she didn't really have a plan, and she was more just moving to get away, and she just kind of chose a city at random to move to. But he was really mad at her and said a bunch of things about her being like a wimp. I guess, and not ready to handle life, and a lot of things that then <laughs> seem really horrible later on <laughs> when we get a bigger reveal. But for that yeah. time being, they really leave off on the worst foot, because she was like, this is my last day. And then, you know, when they when he follows her into the kitchen, which, why did that have to take place in the kitchen? It just bothered me, because it didn't seem to have a purpose, but yet... It, I just was really annoyed that, like, no one else cared, and they all... No one tried to interject and be like, sir, you can't be back here. They just yeah. let him sort of walk in there. And also, why... This extends from movies also just to real life, but why is there always a, like, punk employee with gauges working at a diner? <laughs> I feel like punk employee with gauges is any low-paying job. Like, in in a movie, I feel like there's always In a movie, yeah. No, I definitely agree. But there's, like, one guy, um, you know, with gauges working, like, washing dishes or something. And I was just like, really, every... This movie really does fall into cliches. But I didn't think it'd fall into the punk diner employee cliche. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't expecting it, but I'm also not surprised that it happened. Um, But, yeah, obviously when he follows her in and then her sleeve rolls up and you see that like she tried to commit suicide before oh yeah i i really didn't think that this movie should have taken it there no especially because they really did nothing to that was just a shock value thing yeah they didn't they contribute anything of substance on the actual issue at hand they did it to like enact a reaction which i really just hated so much And also, it makes him look like more of a horrible person and make him, you know, obviously regret what he did more. But at what cost? They really didn't earn that. They didn't earn that reveal at all. Well, because in these, characters are so underdeveloped that you really don't earn much of anything other than a fluffy, happy story. Like, you have, you're obligated to tell that. So you can't incorporate all these dark things, like, which they did they try do. to do yeah they that, did yeah and it felt so forced but also i'm not gonna lie it was probably one of the funnier parts of this movie was every time they tried to bring up a real issue yeah because without it's any... so unnatural exactly um it seemed like it was so obvious they were just doing it to bring up a really heavy topic not to say anything about it yeah it's kind of like they're snapping their fingers being like okay pay attention like this is serious yeah and no like, exactly okay, yikes though but like not don't do that to us now. Um, also, <clears throat> this was something that happened a lot 
weirdly with the grandpa Bucky, but also yeah. like just in general, just how they would edit clips in like really quickly oh my god the cutaways like why so unnecessary i felt why they were not funny at all i was just it made me uncomfortable and like kind of afraid i was just like whoa (laughs) i did not and then i was like wait what was i supposed to get from that and then i was just distracted and i don't know there were just so many cutaways and for what it was so random exactly it was so and oh just so distracting i don't know it bothered me a lot um, um, but no, after, obviously, he is further regretting what he had done is when he confesses his love to her, which was just so goofy because he turns into his younger self. Yeah, and if I'm being honest, I the old I preferred the old man version. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, that I was so like young weird. Bucky. Right. It, it just made me really uncomfortable. And um, also, the narrator during that part says how this is the first time Ruby saw Bucky the way that he saw himself. And I was like, wait a minute, she's really vi- envisioning him young at this moment? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I was kind of like, I feel like they did a lot of things with special effects and like weird, like fading, fading things yeah. that, that they should have been able to do with good acting, <laughs> which they had. Like they had good, right. they had good actors they in this movie. They had the star-studded cast. So, I just am kind of frustrated that they chose to use voiceover and these weird, like, other people to convey. <laughs> like, like, other actors, why not? Yeah, and, uh, like, I, I did felt like... write down, though, I said, why is Bucky kind of cute young? Okay, he was, but, I mean, that just, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't matter. I, don't, I mean, maybe, that, maybe that's why she likes Bucky over Ed Helms, because she okay, saw yeah. him she as saw a cute young, young man. man. And then she was, like, better than Better than guy. Ed Helms, currently. I just have a few more things to say about On this Bucky relationship. and Ruby? Yeah, yeah, because he invites her to Christmas dinner, obviously, mm-hmm. and I was just wondering what the other family members thought about him inviting this young woman that they had never met before (laughs) yeah because nobody asked their relation like nobody questions the fact that she is coming to christmas for the first time well yeah i know that's why i texted you and i was like wait who is she related to because i thought for sure she was related to like someone there she's not i was like nobody asked who she is um also was there a point when he asked her in the movie to come to the dinner or yeah or yeah, yeah. Just... or i don't recall actually <laughs> because if there was i missed it i'm sorry i must have missed it i think he um, did but i'm not entirely sure i was too distracted by him being younger yeah in that whole part I would, uh, yeah then she's just at christmas <clears throat> dinner and then right. um furthering the bucky storyline he has a heart attack or a stroke I think, at dinner, and the lights oh. turn off. Like, when the power goes out, he just happens to have a stroke. <laughs> I think maybe the stress of the power turning off. Is that how strokes work? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, And so then, I guess, once they're at the hospital, Ruby kisses him, which was just so gross and weird. Okay, and I sent you this, too. After when Ruby kisses him, Ed Helms' expression, yeah. he reacts for like five or for like a minute or something, like 30 seconds. I don't know. It's kind of a long time to stay on mm-hmm. Ed Helms. 
And he, like, I couldn't read what he was trying to, like, <laughs> say with his face because I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying. Like, yeah, he kinda, I don't know like, what I'm supposed to be thinking. gets off on it, which is well, so no, weird. I didn't know if he liked it or if he was disappointed or if he was, like, touched or he was touched and disappointed or no, if he, he thought was it was, like, cute. He was definitely touched because then later when the whole dancing conclusion happens they start dancing together and it's like did they get together or no but that i thought that was them getting together and bucky so is too. now the disappointed one yeah watching well, he knew he had no chance let's be real but i felt like he kind of wanted to have no, a he chance definitely did but i think he he wanted or actually no no actually, he this wanted was... ed helms to get laid because no, they no, talked no. about it no, with no, the no. poinsettias no that was ed helms and his own father not his grandfather. No, that was Bucky. That was was that really? Yes, he, <laughs> he, they were at the point set of place. Oh my God. And Bucky, no, I Bucky was like, you know, you can still get true. laid. Is that really? Yes. Is that really who he's talking to in that scene? Yes, yes, because during oh that scene, God. what's supposed to be taking place with the with his real dad is he's taking Diane Keaton on the sled, on the snow oh, tube, right. So they're buying poinsettias. Oh my god! Yeah, Bucky and Ed Helms are buying poinsettias. Wow! And he's like, you know okay, what? Man, okay, that makes a lot laid. more sense because I was... well, that's why he brought Amanda to the dinner. To... No, that's not true. To get him laid, but that's not true. Him. That was not his intention. <laughs> I know where it was. That was I not his intention. Was. No, he brought her because she was going to be alone on Christmas or something, and he just loved her. He didn't think that her and Ed Helms were going to get together. That just what's like that just ended up happening. And then he was like, "Okay, actually, I'm kind of happy because now Ed Helms is no longer alone, and he's no longer going to have only been with this one woman." You know, I think it was but an unexpected even... consequence. Well, I didn't even think he was happy about it because he loved he... her. Okay, yeah, he wasn't overjoyed but he was all right with that happening because at least she was still staying in the family you know oh god <laughs> oh my god oh my god okay okay well now that we've debated his emotional motivations for <laughs> loving and bringing her to the dinner yeah um yeah i mean they didn't show anyone else reacting except a small acknowledgement from ed helms Right. And he just kind of gave her a little smile, a smirky smirk, and I just was like, okay, well, I guess she's there. I don't know. I just assumed that she was related to someone, but I was confused on who. I thought I'd missed no. it. Yeah, she was not. Um, All right. Yeah, well, should we move on to what's another plot line that we should get into? I think maybe the only thing that I had on the Diane Keaton, um, John Goodman, yeah, was they're in the car and he's singing the lyrics wrong, and I was confused because I was like, okay, so you're telling me that these people have been married forty years, and Diane Keaton just now discovers that he doesn't know Christmas song lyrics, like how right. has she not heard that before? And like, no, I don't know. I was just kind of confused, and then that was like a that was like a major argument between them. Also, weird that they kept getting turned on by these flashbacks 
but like when they were around like a bunch of other people yeah like in the car the hitchhiker thing i was like right uh, like that was weird i honestly i'm not even gonna lie i didn't really pay that much attention to their plot line at all obviously it's that whole thing about them getting divorced and the trip that the big trip they were supposed to take the that they never africa took. trip yeah isn't you know that wasn't the real reason why they got a divorce but that's what they were blaming it on it, honestly this was like the least offensive part of the movie in my opinion yeah i think so too i think just i mean i felt like just throughout the entire movie on the nose dialogue just so just oh, so all the time. on the nose yeah like every line i was like geez like and then on the nose narration, like on top of the on the nose dialogue, exactly. there was also there the narration. There had to be Ra- Steve Martin explaining exactly what everyone was feeling at all times. Yeah, I really that bothered me a lot. Um, I think other than that, oh, and then I did think that Diane Keaton had a right to be concerned about the sleds because they were pretty old and they <laughs> bounced so high like they all flew off the sled and then came back down i thought that was gonna be like a thing of like one of them got injured but mm-hmm. they, no that was the last time that you saw yeah, that. no, just an irrelevant portion of them sliding on slides on sleds right. <laughs> i'm also on the, dyslexic on the tubes. um honestly though i i've always kind of judged the people who have the the snow tubes because i'm like okay you're at a ski slope but like really snow tube i've only ever done that at a ski resort <laughs> okay well I've i would be judging tubes. you <laughs> i would be judging you and diane keaton and that little child girl um all Speaking right of the so... little child all of the adult humor in this movie was so forced and not funny at all like, I don't know what, because when I was looking at the trailer, the little girl says, the thing that she always jerk. repeats is jerk, right? Yes. Is that what was in your movie? Nope. No, it was not in mine No, it was either, not. <laughs> which I didn't even realize. I Because I was like, what? This movie's so, the adult jokes were so forced, and also I didn't. I think this is supposed to be a family movie, and I thought they weren't even funny. They were just so gross to me. Yeah, I agreed with that for sure. It was supposed to um, appeal to the parents, I think, <clears throat> watching this. No, but I I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I was grossed out by it as well. I did actually, like, notice that, that. But also, I was confused. I was like, why would you put that in the trailer? Because the fact that it's a bad word is what makes it like the funny. funny like right yeah the quote-unquote funny so so why, why even have you... that clip in the trailer exactly when you can't even be funny the way you're trying to be in that right i don't know i uh, i just was confused about that um all right so actually uh do you want to do marissa tomei next or do you want to do olivia wilde army man let's save olivia wilde to the end, because I think I have the most to say about their whole thing. I think I do, too, because, I mean, they took up, like, Mo- half the movie, exactly. probably. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about um, good old Marissa. All right. Um. Well, I mean, I felt like it really, I could, if they had taken her character out completely and that whole storyline out completely, <laughs> I don't think it would have changed anything in this movie. No. Like, at all. 
and probably made it a lot less confusing. Um, yeah, because I spent so much of this movie trying to figure out who she was related to. Me too. I was like, who's the sister? Because I yeah. you know who I thought it was? I thought it was Amanda Seyfried. I thought really? that was her sister. Yes. I thought it was <laughs> Olivia Wilde's. I thought maybe I think, Olivia Wilde was a I contender. I don't actually I don't know. know who I thought it was, but it was not who I ended up who ended Diane up Keaton. Yeah. Right. So confused. And then just I think the fact that she accuses him of being gay. Yeah, I actually wrote down a weird gay panic moment. So <laughs> I think it was just a really bold just... thing to just shoot and then another on the nose dialogue was when she said you couldn't be a gay man so you became a stereotype of a man um and i just felt like that's something that i think the audience is supposed to infer infer that based off of all this set and then the weird like mom role play kind of made me uncomfortable yeah that was so uncomfortable also so serious like why was the police officer one of the better actors in this movie he absolutely was i mean um he was in um avengers and marvel and all of that okay (laughs) i did (laughs) i recognize him from that and i was like oh my gosh but um also he was supposed to be 40 okay yeah that also did he look 40 that i had a problem with that as well he did not look 40 at all um, also the fact that he said, I opened up to you and you lied to me, I felt like that wasn't valid because he opened up to her way after she yeah. lied to him. And why would he open up and why would he open up to her and then get mad about it? Like he knows this is supposed to be kind of a criminal woman. Like she's a little suspect. So he he's making that decision to trust her and then like gets mad about it. Yeah. I don't know. I just that whole that whole thing I mean, was another underdeveloped thing that they kind of, like, rushed and was, like, another... But then he never came up again after, no. like, he dropped her off. And then that's... And he didn't... It, they continue with Christmas dinner. Also, well, he didn't her... make her feel better, either. Like, no. his his suggestion to her, like, seemed like it was gonna be really good, but then she didn't even take it, and he didn't even end up impacting the movie in any way. What do you mean, her... His suggestion? Like, he was, like, act like the person you want to be. And then the okay. narrator was, like okay, now she was going to be the act like the person she wanted to be. But as soon as she got to the dinner, that evaporated. Yeah. And then she just turned into, like, a mean person? I don't right, know. D- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. But he did say buy her the most expensive thing that you can. And she does um, that in the hospital. And that comes back as, like, a bit because it's, like, the shower chair. Oh, I guess I missed that. Okay, maybe... Okay, okay. Or maybe that was her own goal. I don't know if he actually told her that, because at the beginning, she was obviously trying to steal the brooch. Yeah. But, I don't know. That was also really, like, bizarre. Yeah, I just... I remember seeing, actually, the trailer for this before it came out, where she puts it in her mouth, and she's like, I thought it was a lozenge. (laughs) And for some reason, that's, like, a really memorable part in my mind. <laughs> I think, um, I don't know. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I don't, I don't so know. Stupid. I just, I, it really is. So, I don't know. I just, that whole storyline was just irrelevant. And her not living up to Diane Keaton 
Oh my god, uh, so unsettling <laughs> when they switch into the children arguing across the oh, hospital bed. Again, yeah, when they switch into different younger versions of themselves. Oh my god, why do they do that so much in this movie? And it was so weird. It just made me feel weird every time. Like, every time they did it, I was Ew, like, yeah. why are you doing this now and here and with children? I don't know. It was just uncomfortable. Um, Again, something that I felt like could have been conveyed with these actors who are pretty decent actors like they, right. i think they could have done it like you can have someone acting childish and like understand the dynamic of like being sisters without physically putting them in there but you know whatever i, I it's their choice they made the choice <laughs> i don't know um should we talk about ed helms family a little bit i know we already sort of touched on it yeah, go ahead. Alright, well, that, who Ed Helms was related to and who his wife was, was one of the most confusing parts of the movie to me. <laughs> I agree. Because I couldn't figure out who it was his sister, or, I actually thought maybe, like, I don't even know what I thought, to be honest. But, yeah, basically his family and Bo and Timothy... <laughs> whose name is actually Charlie, their whole thing of being at the mall, I really did not like one bit when Charlie goes to the store that the girl he likes is working at. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about that. So horrible. Because when you're at work, you have no choice but to talk to whoever's standing in front of you. Like, you can't leave. So when he goes in there to try to kiss her, first of all, when she's in the middle of a shift, like... Oh, yeah. She has no other choice. She can't escape, basically. So I guess that was kind of smart on his part. Oh, but God. also just really horrible. And um, when he goes... Sorry, no, you can go, actually. I just felt like there were a lot of weird things going on um, in that in that scene. Um, mainly the fact, like, how he watches himself. Like, <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. Literally never employed again in that entire movie. Um, so that just felt really out of place to me. And then um, I really, this is another thing where I was like, the cinematography is creative, but maybe to a fault. Mm -hmm. um, where it's like looking, shaky camera from his perspective, looking at her face, zooms, like goes down, zooms into her boobs, and then he explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he explodes into glass. And I was like, that what? was so weird. And it looked so, so horrible. Weird. It looked so weird, and I was just like, why? Also, the fact it was, like, his inner monologue, and he was like, don't look at her boobs, and then he does. I just hate the humor of this movie so much. It's oh, just God. so gross. So gross. Um, so yeah, that really bothered me. Another thing that happened actually right after that, I don't mm -hmm. know why, um, a line that, um, an exchange actually between Amanda Seyfried and um bucky yeah um she said i love the way Stuart does a little food dance when his food arrives and then bucky said i like the way paula anderson rests her breasts on the table as if they're tired excuse me <sighs> excuse me <laughs> what and then it's just it was so weird and it was supposed to be like a mutual moment of cuteness and laughing but <laughs> it wasn't and i don't know it was just gross yeah so, i really hated that as well just the humor, yeah. the what they decide to make jokes about is so just gross. So uncomfortable. 
Um, yeah, so that whole mall thing. Okay, and then, well, first, they go away from Timothy for a long, long time. Oh, like, yeah. Like, a long time. Like, I actually kind of forgot about him, and then I was like, wait, where'd he go? And then, after I thought that, he did come back, so that was good, I guess. Um, right, when he came back, um, and he... The security guard. Yeah. Which also felt really included for no reason, like, absolutely no reason. Um, that the security guard was like, oh, I should stop this, but I like it because it reminds me of my wife. And then, like, walk right. away. Where um, they do start kissing, I assume after she gets out of work. And Hopefully. then the bully comes up to them and is like, why are you hanging out with her? Why is he at the mall? <laughs> why are, why, I mean, I understand why Timothy and the girl are at the mall, I guess. But, like, why is yeah. the bully just there? And also, why, what does he have to prove by going up to them? Right. Did he have some sort of relationship with the girl before? Like, why would he try to break that up and be like... And just be rude about it. Like, I don't know. That's just mean. And yeah. he didn't even say anything like, well, did he? I don't know. He might have said, like, oh, you kiss so weird. But I don't know if he did. I think he just was, like, attacking the girl for being, like, a hoe. And then no, he, he also attacking, attacked... Yeah. Well, was he even attacking her? I thought he was really attacking um, Charlie and saying, like... For oh, his armpits. Well, yeah. And also, like, why are you hanging out with her? Or, like, she's out of your league or something. But yeah, his armpits. I actually thought the part when he says that... It, charlie smells and then the girl is like okay well you don't smell that bad i actually found that kind of funny i mean i thought it was funny but in a way of i don't know i was just i don't know like that whole scene was really funny to me but i don't know if it was exactly like what they were intending like i guess it was supposed to be funny but no that definitely was a joke um and that actually did get a laugh out out of me maybe just because the rest of this movie was so horrible so i finally (laughs) you cracked at that (laughs) yeah my (laughs) expectations were super low but that's well part of the reason that i thought it was funny is because the music during that part was so, like, anxious and frantic. <laughs> like, and it made me feel, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, this big thing is going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no. And then um, I kind of felt, like, based off the music that that was, like, a pivotal point of the movie. But, like, it wasn't. <laughs> so then no. I guess that made me laugh, too. I would just like to, like, insert a clip of that, like, scene because I just really liked, like, that exchange. Mommy ever teach you about deodorant? He doesn't, he doesn't smell that bad, okay? You just, you smell a little bit, but not that I bad. I smell? Well, I smell you halfway across the mall. The music and everything just combined with the dialogue was really good in that, in that moment. <laughs> but yeah. Um, then after that, Bo has a daydream that he interjects and saves his brother from the bully, but then in all reality, he just turns away and screams, knowing that he let his brother down. Oh yeah? Make me. Yes. And I think that's the end of the scene. I I was confused because I don't know why this little boy felt responsible for doing something about this. Right. And his whole Bo's main goal in the film is to find a perfect gift for Charlie. Which, why? Well, I thought it was supposed... I thought after this, it was going to be deodorant. 
Because it was like, it needs to be cheap. Well, I thought that would (laughs) have been like, I was like, that's like kind of funny. Um, I honestly forget what he ends up getting him. He texts, he stole his phone and texted the girl to come come over. (laughs) Which I guess is, I don't know, that whole ending scene with them kissing like in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I don't know. Just like so weird and uncomfortable and like how everyone literally everyone watched them and was like look at that like that's so weird but like cute and it reminds me of when i used to be a teenager like it just made me really uncomfortable the whole thing gross yeah they know. everyone was kind of enjoying it which was so weird <laughs> yeah he also like timothy chalmay looks so bad in this movie like he looks young he looks young but like i don't know he looks almost as strung out as he did in beautiful boy okay (laughs) well um i guess i i don't know i don't know like if i can make that like if i can compare the two of them i really thought that his rap persona timmy tim came out in that final dance scene oh the dance scene oh my gosh yeah it really did it really did. It was just horrible to witness. Yeah, and in my head, I kept thinking of the dance scene in, like, Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> and I was like, that kind of made me see that scene in a different light. Yeah. Because I was like, this is how he dances. I don't know. I just, <laughs> it just means that I guess good editing and a good director and a good screenplay can really change the way mm-hmm. you see someone and see actors. Um, which I think we knew, but this movie really <laughs> emphasized it, so. Are there any other s- storylines before the um, Olivia Wilde and Jake Lacey one? Oh. I feel like I might be forgetting something. I feel like I kind of am too, but I honestly know. Then I guess we can move on to Eleanor and Joe. They, honestly, their relationship, I think, is what saves this movie for me. I actually did thoroughly enjoy it. Although it was really cringy at points, I still did like it the most out of anything in this movie. Yeah, I agree. It was definitely the strongest point, but um, I really... In the beginning, I didn't like her weird draw to public displays of affection. Okay, true. I thought that was really off-putting. Also, there was an animation kind of thing, or effects thing, of her being shattered in the beginning. Right. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I didn't like any points when they used that. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why would you ever use that? And they use it so often. (laughs) Um, Um, Before we get too into it, I'd just like to personally thank Olivia Wilde for giving girls with square heads a chance to be hot. (laughs) I really appreciate that she did that for us. (laughs) My mom actually commented on that as well. Square head? (laughs) She said, every time I think I have a square head... I think of Olivia Wilde. <laughs> okay, it's true. I also think of that. She's like the go-to when you type in like square head hairstyles and stuff like that. I I felt like she was supposed to be kind of an intuitive and sort of smart person. So I was wondering right. how she didn't maybe assume or guess that he wasn't a Republican, like just based off his uniform. 
She was like, no way! Like, you're a Republican? I was yeah, like, why would what? she be shocked he was a Republican if he also enlisted in the army? Like, he's in the full army uniform? Why did- why are you still confused by that? And, like, why is that such a huge topic of contention, like, with them? Like, why don't you just let him live? Right, and they start talking about God and stuff. Like, really touchy subjects for having just met. And she just keeps being like, oh, of course you believe in God. And it's like, okay, jeez, like- <laughs> Yeah, what's the issue? I'm sorry! No, like, she, oh like, God. is supposed to be cool, I guess, and edgy, but she just comes off so mean. She's very rude. And her whole free spirit thing is a little unoriginal. Like, if <laughs> okay, we're being yeah. honest. Like, come on. Also, is Jake Lacey hot? Oh. I think in this movie he he was, kind of. I think in this movie, yes, but he's also so just average. I think fine, but I feel like I've thought more questionable people are hot. So I feel like I have to say yes. I think yes. so, too. I think in this movie... Yes, I'll confidently say yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, but why does he have a picture of himself smoking? No, exactly. Why does he have an old photo of him <laughs> that he carries around 24-7? And it's like- For no reason. It's, it's like not even like a, a family- No, yeah. Exactly. It's not, it's even not with like him in a family photo. It's solely him in the it's photo. It's just him. And he's like, pulls it out. And he's like, oh yeah. like, And it looks like he looked at it all the time. Like he wanted to like yeah. return to his old like smoking days. I don't exactly, know. Exactly. But he was like, I'm so much better now because I used to be like a hooligan. <laughs> right so i'm like why are you fantasizing about these exactly old... why well, still carry that around ah. also they eat so many times yeah and all, i was always confused what time it was because like they had drinks <laughs> okay, true. and then they had coffee early in the morning so maybe it was like night to morning i guess maybe uh, yeah i don't know I, whenever they were on screen i was really craving a mccafe yeah okay they <laughs> They really put that advertising in there. <laughs> they put that in there <laughs> a lot. Um, but no, yeah, they ate like so many times throughout this movie. And they had like a full on big Christmas dinner later, which Christmas dinner usually is earlier than normal dinner. So yeah, I was confused why they did that. They could have just hung out in the regular chairs, which they did at some points. But I was not a fan of her camo joke. I oh yeah it was really hilarious <laughs> I I saw it I saw it starting to happen and I was it's... like oh god like that's what you're going with now like really oh that was just so hack it it was um I think um also <laughs> um the whole his whole fantasy of them on the walkways yeah, on the treadmill thing. I was confused. I was like, that's a weird fantasy to have. Like, a right, weird... when they start doing bits yeah. uh, on it, yeah. <laughs> like running in opposite directions. And that and went on whatnot. for a long time. <laughs> I thought it was real, so I started writing down things related to how stupid this whole thing was. But then they cut back to him listening in the headphones with her just this song and i was like why that's not even like a fun thing to imagine no it's not it's a weird fantasy and like also if i was if this was real if i was trying to catch a flight i would kill these people like i would kill them <laughs> like yeah it wasn't unbelievable for that to be going on you know like you didn't catch on immediately that it was a fantasy no it was just confusing <laughs> um um, the fact that she was a mistress, and she was like, I don't believe in marriage. I was like, ugh. 
Yeah. You're damaged. You don't believe in marriage. Darn it. So many just deep moments that you would not talk about if you first met a person. And also, I thought they were trying to do sort of an opportunity. Sorry, I just had a stroke, just like Bucky. They were trying to do an opposite to track thing, but then that's also why they sort of break up in the middle at the airport because they are so different. Yeah. They. Oh, well, yeah, because. Their main fight is before they even get to the Christmas dinner and come up with this whole plan. Well, they have another one after at the hospital. Well, yeah. Rightly so. Honestly, rightly so. But the first one is, I don't know, where they first, she sort of comes up with the plan. Um, another thing where I was really, I was confused when, um... When the the twins were laughing, those two oh twin guys. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> like, what was the point of having that? And then, she looks, and that's supposed to remind her of like family. No, it's it's her it's obsession like, with people just being human and like emitting human emotion. And I was like, <laughs> ew, like why this? You have to why pick this. The identical twins. It was like, so unsettling. <laughs> And then afterwards, she, like, almost started tearing up, and she was like, that's a beautiful moment. <laughs> I know. And I was so just like, oh, God, like, why? Ew. But, yeah, obviously, they devised the plan to have him pretend to be the boyfriend so she doesn't get asked questions about why she's single. So she can avoid having her mother look at her in a in that way. <laughs> her that face. She hates. Yeah. Her face. So, Don't do the face, mom. Right. So they get on the train because nothing has been keeping Olivia Wilde here at the airport despite her not wanting to go home yet. Yeah. So they. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> she was there for like 24 hours. Airport's not the most desirable place to be spending your time. She could have gone anywhere else, really. Well, but wait, did she not have a connection to catch? Or no, she just didn't want to see her family. He his flight got delayed for like a couple of days, I think, or something. So I mean, he kind of had no other choice. But it's also not like he was doing anything, so he could just come with her, I guess. But either way, they take a train to her parents her grandparents house yeah and honestly the train scene was kind of cute i'm not gonna lie well the beginning of it <laughs> when they're talking about why they like e- or how they're going to pretend to say that they liked each other initially i thought that was kind of cute yeah it was cute i mean there was definitely some good rom-com moments in there oh exactly um but i think it got a little disjointed at points <laughs> I'm... Oh no, it definitely gets derailed when he reveals he's dyslexic. Yeah, and like... <laughs> which they said so seriously, which that is serious. I'm not gonna pretend it's not, but... I mean, that was his comparison with her sister dying, though, right? Yeah, she said... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, like, her sister died, and also she said... And also that comes after we find out that Ruby tried to kill herself before. So they're really just throwing like, them throwing them out there. Oh my god. And that's why that when he said that is really funny to me because it's like not as dire I guess dire as like your sister died or like you life and kill death. Yourself, yeah. You know? He's just like 
yeah, um, actually, I'm dyslexic. And she's, like, just looking at him, like, longingly. Yeah. It was so out of pocket. Uh, yeah, I... It ruined, honestly, all of the cute moments before it, because it just completely sucked any good qualities out of the scene. Yeah, it did definitely take me out of it a lot. Um, I... Ooh, I didn't like when he said... In, in kind of a southern accent, he said, <laughs> he said, damn, lying comes easy to you. Like, at the, <laughs> the first time, he said, I didn't like it the first time, I didn't like it the second time, or maybe the third oh, time, he might have said it three times. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I didn't like that. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. So then... They kind of have a little bit of an argument, you know, when they're at dinner, when he's like, oh yeah, I'm an alcoholic, just kidding, but then he says they're engaged, whatever, there's some miscommunication going on, (laughs) Um, (laughs) and they have the little spat where he's like, this is so stupid, why am I here, and he leaves, so then she's trying to come up with how she's going to explain that now her fiancé's left, but then they just say that he's a smoker because he returns. But I guess they resolve things because when Bucky dies, <laughs> Whoa. just kidding, when he, when he like has his stroke at the dinner table um, and the lights turn off, the lights come back on and they're like basically on top of each other. Like in that two second lights off, when they come back on, they're like full on making out with the rest of the family Wait, still in the room. what? What? You don't remember I this? I did not see that! Oh my god, it was so weird. Like, read the room. Oh, well, they, there was the a lot The second of... the lights turn off, they just, like, start making out, which is so weird. I think there's a lot of, like, inappropriately getting turned on in this movie. Just There definitely is. I think that's probably the thing that happened the most often. Like, if you counted that in this movie, that mm-hmm. was supposed to be a family movie meant for, like, children and family. <laughs> I don't know. Fine. Whatever just weird um i oh i would like to say like something i noticed during the dinner scene is that um diane keaton put the mashed potatoes on marissa domey's plate in slow motion like it was like it was like a really quick like three second slow motion of her putting the mashed potatoes and then i was like wait was that supposed to mean she like hates her because the dog had like eaten the mashed potatoes or like was i reading too much into it yeah well because then they all eat it and they're like it's too salty so continuing their sort of plot line once they get to the hospital yeah once they get to the hospital she basically sees the doctor who i guess was the married man that she had been having an affair with even though i thought she lived in a different state listen, why was she flying home listen i was really confused about that too but apparently she said it was long distance earlier on in the movie she said their affair was long distance i think it was such a stretch why if he saw her with her family she knows it's her grandpa or whatever who's in the hospital why would he still like grab her butt and like i don't know try to hit on her i know they're having this affair but nobody else knows about it and why would he want to be so open with it with the rest of his like co-workers all around yeah you'd think he'd be a little bit more subtle 
um, about yeah, this. Yeah, and then he's like, meet me in the broom closet or whatever. And he's like, I have a present for you. And you're like, oh, God. Uh, like, really? And then she's like, And she's okay. just still like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Until she shuts the door on him, literally, metaphorically. Wow. Like, such a <laughs> yeah, nice... Yeah, she's really just like the best actress. Um, so... Well, when she's running, like, Yeah, back. she has that running scene where she pushes past a male <laughs> college acapella group. She pushes past, like, everything. And she pushes things that she doesn't need to push. <laughs> <laughs> like, she pushes, like, a man on a stretcher. But he's on the other side of the hall. So she, like, grabs the stretcher and pushes it. And right, then, and, like, the flower, she, like, just knocks out of the woman's hand. She does that, like, six times. And I really yeah. i enjoyed that scene a lot like i thought i did really like that yeah i like that she did that um yeah and then like the diane keaton and john goodman who are like newly horny for each other right like, their marriage is magically saved yeah with through what exactly through the power of christmas <laughs> Yeah, the the, the takeaway for the movie is Christmas good. <laughs> Great yeah. Christmas saves relationships. Um, yeah. One part at the end, though, before, I guess this is after they are doing the dancing thing, they, I forget exactly what the joke was, but they say, like, the Haitian doctor. So, like, they use Haitian as a joke. Really? And I really did not like that. When? Wait, what? <laughs> They do at the end. As Bucky stood taking them in, his family unaware of him, this thought entered his head, which he shared with the large Haitian orderly. Oh my gosh. It was so ugly. That is ugly. And then also that's when we realize that all the dogs are omnipotent in this universe because they (laughs) they show all the different dogs in the windows yeah and then like a random santa walking down the street which (laughs) earlier in the movie i just like to point out in this universe of the movie you you don't think that santa is real because it gets ruined for the little girl when they're going past like the line of santas right and so it's like that was just a random person walking down the street like that's not good so um i think that actually concludes like all that i have to say on this yeah same here we really did cover anything do you want to read it oh yeah of course okay so you go first for your rating i think i gave it a one and a half out of five one and a half i gave it a one out of five. Ooh, okay why the half point because I did enjoy it so much. You know, it was so entertaining. And also, I did really like the um, Olivia Wilde and Jake Blasey whole storyline. Okay. I think I... The reason that I rated it at one is because, like, I give them a point for being creative, <laughs> even to a fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And then... I was, like, sort of invested in the Olivia Wilde storyline, and I also was sort of invested in the Bucky-Ruby one, just because I was, like, really (laughs) confused. I was just, like... Okay, that's fair. More than anything, I was, like, trying to figure it out the whole time. It was kind of, like, putting the puzzle pieces together, but, like, not not necessarily in a good way, but just, like, I was engaged, for sure, in this movie. Um, And Christmas, like... Oh, yeah, they did Christmas incredibly well. Yeah, they really... Everything was just Christmas. Through set design and everything? Yeah, it was nice. So, um, I liked that. I guess my favorite review was 
Love the Coopers is a sorry excuse for a Christmas movie, but interesting for how it goes about destroying any vestige of surprise or suspense. So, what should we give it as a group? I think one and a half. Oh, I don't want to raise it. You just listed so many more things than I did, yet you rated it lower. Yet you enjoyed more, I think. <sighs> I think one and a half is a solid score. Fine. Also, uh, the soundtrack was just so frantic. <laughs> That's but <laughs> okay. Fine, I'll raise it to a one and a half. Okay, thank you. I'm gonna keep it as a one on my personal letterbox, so so no one ever asked you to change that. <laughs> okay. Well I'm just letting you know. Okay. Okay. So So moving on to Miss Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um This movie's just so stupid. Well I okay. I mean my first <laughs> I feel like I kind of liked the movie. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> so this is going to be an interesting discussion. I hated it more than Love the Coopers. Like, genuinely. Like, I really thoroughly enjoyed Love the Coopers while I was watching it. And this one is stupid and not, like, a fun way. It's stupid in a stupid way. Oh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I kind of liked it. I liked, like, I was just, like, kind of relieved to be out of Love the Coopers because I watched them back to back. Oh, okay. I guess that's fair. And so I was like, oh, like, wow, thank God I'm not, like, so just confused all the time. If anything, I was more bored than confused, which I guess is, like... Yeah, it was just boring. I mean... It was, like, trying to be Paulo Alto, like, but failing. I liked the shot composition and the color palette of, like, pastels. (laughs) I can't even say that. It also reminded me a little bit of Six Years... Oh, it's not as bad, I don't think. I don't think. It just is such a, like, free with ads on YouTube type movie. Okay, yeah. You know? It was. It was free with ads on YouTube. I know, that's where I watched it. And it really (laughs) captured the essence of the movie well. I mean, I felt like overall I was kind of okay with it. But I guess getting into it, like, just the details. Why does Lily Reinhardt always play a know-it-all? Like, in everything? (laughs) Yeah, because she just looks like one of those people. Who? Lo-Anthony? Lo- Lo-Anthony? Lo-Anthony <laughs> Lo- honestly saved this movie for me, even though he was such a bad actor. I don't know, Margot. I kind of like what it's doing to me. And this is a theater competition, so I didn't think that I'd have to deal with this shit. Sorry. I, I thought, I mean, I guess, I guess I thought that I could meet someone, you know? he was he could not act to save his life i'm sorry but i was really actually glad he was in this i was not i don't know i wasn't like glad but i was i guess he added like (laughs) something interesting um (laughs) his character um i know in the last episode we were talking about how ezra miller plays his character really well yeah i don't know uh, I guess he didn't really just he didn't he didn't make the movie for me like Ezra Miller did just as an actor because <laughs> I just right I, they're not really comparable but I just thought like I felt like it, this was almost trying to be perks of being a wallflower in a way as well by dealing with like sad people yeah but it just didn't do it well I mean I really Billy was not they tried to make him this troubled kid. But every time he tried to act, like, troubled or, like, have his, like, freakouts, it didn't feel genuine at all. 
I actually felt like it it kind of did, but then at the end, when he had, like, the loving family, I was like, well, that kind of, like... Yeah, no, exactly. His parents seemed so, like, regular. They seemed really supportive, just based on that shot. Like, I felt like they were, like, really nice people. So then I was like... No, I got that, too. I mean, he could just also have issues in spite of that, but they really... The principal warning her and being like, he's such a troubled child. Like, I just didn't get the sense. And when he's like doing parkour off the hotel room walls i was like this is just stupid i really didn't like that um no and that leads into the whole jumping on the bed scene okay wait where then he's like i knew how to make you happy okay wait (laughs) wait okay um in the beginning of the movie before they get there during the gas station he's just sitting on top of a car whose car is he sitting Mm -hmm. on top of (laughs) whose car is that is that hers (laughs) why why is he sitting on her car or if it's not then whose car is that i don't know it was weird and like supposed to be artsy i think but that was a little weird yeah also when they're first in the car with her as well she is swearing a lot but all the kids take issue with that and And they're like hey come on billy doesn't no even even him i swear he's like I mean, he's not as, like, offended, but he's like, why are you talking like that? Which I thought was just so weird. Like, why they would call her out and be like, you're our teacher. You're not supposed to be swearing in front of us. <laughs> yeah, I think- It was so weird. It didn't make any sense. Kids <laughs> wouldn't actually act like that. I mean, I think they all look old enough to be dealing with it, but they are acting like they're in middle school, which I'm not exactly sure how old they're supposed to be. Um, yeah, I thought they were in high school. No, they I thought they they are supposed I know they're supposed to be in high school, but like the okay. attitude of like the swearing, I feel like is like a middle school thing. Right. Cuz even at the end, she like says I don't remember exactly what she says, but then Lil Anthony is like, "Wow, you're really back with that?" Or like back to that again. And I was like, "What? Are these kids issues?" Okay, I think that she's a good actress though. Like I feel like she is. I don't know. Yeah, I I agree with that. I thought um honestly everyone but lohanthony was kind of like pretty good at acting yeah i agree and i also think with what they had to work with you know yeah i mean it was obviously like an indie movie and stuff and well i mean obviously like timothy jame is a good actor but um right that didn't shine through in love the coopers but i think he definitely like gets it across in this movie i think so too mainly his at his monologue from death of a salesman i his actual like regular character bits i wasn't that big of a fan of but i think that was mainly just like the writing i was confused about her monologue when they're like first out to dinner and it's like about kissing the girl kissing her oh yeah like what was exactly the point of her saying that was it like this the school that killed her passion for art or life or something like no i think because we find out later that it's her mom died like doing a play (laughs) no i'm kidding but she like the last time she saw her was like doing a play or something i was thinking maybe it was because like it was about how they were just acting for the sake of the play and like for the sake of art and that's like maybe what the kids should be considering when they're doing their monologues yeah okay yeah that makes sense i guess Um, but either way like billy's kind of getting off on her like kissing another girl in that story (laughs) Um, (laughs) okay 
And then after that, well, after they're at the um, restaurant, when they go to the party or whatever for all the kids, mm. and she meets that other teacher, and he's, like, telling her about how he has a wife, and she's like, wife bomb! <laughs> oh, I didn't like that. That was so gross. Oh. But then they end up, like, hooking up afterwards. Well, I didn't like when he was giving her that whole, like, whispery talk, and he okay, was yeah, like, before that. because, like, they're turned on because you're a woman. And I was like... Yeah, and... Oh my god, yeah, when he's like... Yeah, they're surrounded by little baby girls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That was so gross. That was and gross. Weird, and I really hated that. And then he but says, she's like kind of into it. She well, obviously she is because she goes to his room. But then in the mm-hmm. room he says, "Your boobs are young." Is that what he says to her? No, he's like, "You look like yo- you look young or something." But I swear he's specifically talking about her boobs, like. No, he did. No, he did. He was like, those are really nice or whatever. But then he's like, it makes you look, like, really young. Like, a child. Right, (laughs) which is what I was like, like, um, is that, and then is that why he, like, dumps her, kind of? Or Uh, is it because she's acting weird? uh, Or maybe he regrets what he did? I honestly don't know why he just, like, entirely, he didn't even ghost her, but he's like, yeah, we can't, like, continue doing this. And she's like, you really had no issue with it the day before. But what after they, that whole part where also she starts laughing for, like, no reason, she leaves his hotel room, and she's carrying her shoes, but they're not, like, heels or anything. So, like, so and who would carpet, hear has, her? Like, she's really just, like, let me make it obvious that this is a walk of shame for me. There was no reason for her to carry her heels. And if she had just been walking normally, then even when she saw Billy later in the hallway, like, he definitely knew what was going on. But if she had just put her shoes on, like, normally, he wouldn't have. (laughs) Like, she could have been doing anything in that hallway, but now it's so obvious. Um, okay, well... I did like the lighting in the room, though. And also the color palette in the room. It was, like, nice. It was pink and, like, pretty. Really? Nothing, like, wowed me at all with how this movie looks. I felt like it looked kind of cool. And then, um... I feel like it looked flat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Okay, well, then Like we'll... her chest, according to that one man. <laughs> Stop! It was Holly's boyfriend in the office. <laughs> That's another oh, yeah, office cast member. That. That's who that was. Okay, anyway, I didn't expect Lily Reinhardt to screw up her monologue. Yeah, when she said, like, two things and then choked and ran to the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't expect that. The whole, and then she comes in, and I feel like that whole part was, like, fake deep, because she's trying to reassure her, and she's like, hey, I know you just blew, like, this really important thing to you. Like, she says verbatim what she messed up on, and then she's like, but it won't matter later. It'll be fine. And then that's when Margot uh, reveals that her parents were the ones who paid for this whole trip. So I guess she's rich. Yeah. <laughs> because also the teacher was taking Miss Stevens. I don't know why I called her that. When they pay for dinner, she takes out like an envelope full of money, which I assume is what the school gave her to pay for their meals. But that's just Lily's parents. Like, I feel like that's so weird yeah. afterwards. To then pay for dinner with, like, the student's money? I don't know. That was just a weird whole, like, they aren't supporting the arts portion. Also, she shouldn't have been drinking if she was using the student's money to pay for it, but... 
whatever. Yeah, she got like three glasses of wine from that one waiter who was like hitting on her the yeah, entire night. Yeah, that's really expensive. Um. Also, so many people are hitting on her throughout this movie. Yeah, people really do say hitting on her. And okay, during oh so uncomfortable during the dinner scene, Billy Timothy touches her arm and calls her Rachel, and then she's like, "Excuse uh, me." <laughs> yeah. And, like, uh, and he's like, "What? We've been spending so much time together." And she's like, that. "Yeah, but I'm still your teacher." Like he definitely wants more to happen with that, but she's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna go there." Which I'm glad. Obviously, that'd be so weird. I'm glad they don't take this full on, like, hots for teacher mode. But still, all the tension between them, like when she puts on his sweatshirt. <laughs> so weird. I was grossed out by when he brought her Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, that Lohanthony just steals at the end. Yeah, I was just grossed out that he did, like brought her like net like Cheetos. Like that's so so grimy and like co- like studenty. Like I brought you Cheetos. <laughs> like I don't know. Like that's gross. Um. Ooh, also, yeah. when he was like, something has control of my hand. That whole that whole sequence i really did not enjoy Uh, when he like jumps around like like spazzing it was just weird it wasn't like oh my god i wasn't scared or anything or like thought he was actually having a mental breakdown well i didn't think it was cute like Like, i did not think it was cute like i think i I mean it wasn't supposed to be cute but i'm saying like even what it was trying to do which was like him revealing that he's off his meds, I guess. I'll, he doesn't say it at that point, but that's, like, how we're supposed to know that, like, something's not right. I just thought it was, like, him doing a bit at first to, like, get her attention. Yeah, wait, I, then... that's what I thought, too, actually. I didn't realize yeah, it no, had exactly. anything like, they to didn't... do with the meds. Yeah, but, I mean, then, obviously, at the end, when he pulls her in the hall, he t- tells her that, but I just didn't like that scene at all just really ugly and they're jumping on the bed with their shoes on i have an issue with all the shoes okay i i do i have an issue with that as well i was actually thinking that during that scene i was like he just jumped up on her bed like if some grimy little cheeto like grubber like jumped in my bed with their shoes on i would be like so grossed out and like off put by that um right i guess during her whole the whole like balcony talk you find out that she's just doing all these things to keep her mother alive kind of yeah because her mom was like an actress but i felt like they didn't tie enough into the story of like why she'd be interested in this kid like i don't know i just was kind of like well she's depressed like she's sad and he's like i can make you happy (laughs) yeah and he's like i know what makes you happy like i can fix you which I feel like that was a little on the nose. I don't know. Per se, but I don't know. He really was in love with her. I mean, I'm just kind of undeniably. annoyed that, like, the movie has all this tension to, like, kind of encourage us to want them to get together, though. Like, I feel like there's yeah. so many, like, moments where it's like, oh, like, why don't they just... And then you're like, no, no, like, you don't want... Like, it's weird. It's like... That's probably the point. I guess... I, I guess, guess it is the point, but, I mean, it kind of made me, like, uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then also when he hugs her, he's just, like, such a child. And he's just, like, such a... <laughs> I don't know, like... Yeah, there, then um, it's Billy's monologue. And that was actually pretty good. 
I don't have any complaints about that. It kind of did look like a John Mulaney stand-up special. Oh my god, bit. the curtain. <laughs> yeah, it definitely <laughs> yeah, did. Oh my god. But yeah, then he like freaks out and leaves right after he does really well because he has the whole thing where he's like, I'm gonna tell you when I'm nervous. Which was a weird thing. I don't even know what that was supposed to be about. But then he's like, I'm nervous. And is like freaking out. And she's like, well, I have to call someone because I'm your teacher. And he's like, no, come on, Rachel. I mean, there was some pretty just like loaded dialogue in that kitchen scene. (laughs) I mean, the only thing I really noticed, I don't know. I felt like it was like, I didn't really have a problem with it. Like, I feel like it made sense for both their characters to be acting the way they did. Like, I feel like I was like, well, like, this is what I thought it would lead to. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. know. I kind of was just like, well, okay, like, something had to happen. I don't know. Like, he had to, like, confess in some way. Otherwise, like, what would be the point? But I think I liked the color palette during that scene. Like, there was, it was, like, all... I just don't even know what you were looking <laughs> It was at. all blue. Everything in this movie was, like, blue and yellow. And then, like, sometimes pink. And I just kept noticing that, and I, like, kind of liked that they did that. Like, I thought it was a kind of, like, a cool, like, choice. Especially because the girl who was, like, always yellow was, like, Lily Reinhardt, and then Timothy Chalamet was always blue, so he was, like, dark. <laughs> he was, like, the dark boy. Okay. <laughs> and, and I also, like, yeah. kind of liked that she left the kitchen, and it, like, blurred out, and then, like, she ran into that dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she bums a cigarette off of him. Why? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why are you still, like, giving him the time of day? And then he reveals he has children. Like, yeah, I think he kind of just, like, epitomized, like, the detachment of that he was trying to, like, say that he had, if that makes sense. Like, he was like, I just don't care. Like, just don't care. And then she's like, how do you not care? Like, they're right in front of you. And then it's just like, well, maybe... Maybe you can care, but, like, not like that. Like, don't care. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, But I kind of, I liked, like, what he said to her because I think she really needed to hear it at that point. I think she was getting a little close to... To Billy. I also really, when she texted the principal, I didn't like that she had his name all in one, like, it wasn't even the full like principal it was like print like i don't know but it was still like an abbreviation so it fit all in like one thing on the top of the and screen I think, that was really gross. yeah it was more distracting than like if they had done it in another way that was more normal yeah you know also if he's your boss, you wouldn't have him under as, like, principal. No. It's not, like, doctor or something. Like, no. you would just write his name. <laughs> I, know. I don't know. I know, but I think, like, they knew. when. So we, so us, the audience, <laughs> know the character. We saw his name on his desk on a name No, I noticed earlier. that as well. Like, and I was like, I wonder if other people are noticing this. Because it seems like. So they could have. Oh, my I God. Think yeah, that was just so dumb. They were, I mean, and even still, like, I feel like they, you could infer based on, like, if she said, like, hey, don't worry, like, about the phone call, like, I got it. Yeah, you would infer, and also, yeah, no, exactly, that was just unnecessary, um, and then after that, they show, like, the winners for the competition, 
and Billy ends up getting second place because you just know they did that because it'd be too like conventional to have him win first and they have to be different and like you're expecting him to get first that's why he doesn't I mean that irritated me I thought it was like a thing of like he didn't get like fully what he wanted like if you really i was like trying to read i know but of course they do that because they're like life's sad and that's the point of this movie is we're all broken (laughs) and you think they'll get first because that's like how every other movie would go no he's gonna get second he's still gonna rank but just not number one yeah i think it was i think it just was like to hit the point home that he just didn't get like what he wanted out of like this teacher this whole yeah out of miss stevens um but i think that was best and he didn't seem upset about not getting first either like he seemed fine about it so i was like well i guess i guess it's not that yeah they're all pretty happy um then they get into one of the like one of my least favorite parts of the movie which was the whole test sequence where she says that it's a school rule that you can't have uncompleted work in order to go on a field trip, which is really stupid just off the bat. But then she's freaking out because she can't have him fail or whatever. So then, uh, whatever her name was, Margo, is like, oh, well, I brought the test with me for whatever reason. It's all the right answers, though, so he can't use my sheet. And then they just do it audibly, but instead of, like, doing it in the car ride home, which was a long car ride, which I think they'd have time to do the test in, they set up this old, like, chair. It's like a car seat. Oh, low Anthony sets it up. (laughs) Yeah, they set it up, like, in front of a gas station, and then he takes the test there. And then she grades it right after, but sitting in the car, and they just have to wait for her. Why? Why? (laughs) Just have him take it in the car. Why do they have to wait and, like, do this whole separate, like, where did they even find that car seat? And why were they just, like, sitting on it and randomly in a gas station parking lot? It just was so random in the whole test part. What was the point? (laughs) I, I do agree with that, um... I was confused, like, is the test, like, a high-stakes thing? Like, was it a high-stakes thing? Because even if he didn't take it, what would have happened? They already went on the trip. He can't take that back now. Yeah, and, like, it's not, like, I don't know how that works with, like, what she have to report to the principal if he didn't. Except that she probably couldn't. And, like, they're already pulling so many strings with, like, the funding and, like, how they actually went on this trip that him not taking the test wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, and he did take the test but then Margo was like I think it's okay to lie and I was like well you're not even lying because you're like taking this test right exactly so that's not even really what like no one's breaking the rules here are you exactly it's supposed to show I guess that she's changed she's not such a stickler for the rules I don't know it was like forced character development and Lohanthony doesn't change at all throughout this movie he gets that like boy's phone number or his Facebook oh god but like I don't know it was just really i really didn't enjoy this movie if i'm being honest it was just boring and like kind of stupid i thought it was funny when he was sitting on the picnic table and then he was smoking and then he was like don't make me put this out and she was like neither of us should smoke i was like i don't know why. no she was she didn't even say that she was like i had a cigarette this oh yeah like <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> I think, um... Like, cool. I don't know. And, like, how whiny... He just felt really whiny to me at that point. And then, what did he say at the end? Someone needs to take care of you. Yeah, because he's like, 
she says that he should tell his parents that he's no longer taking his medication and she says basically you need to let other people take care of you and help you deal with your problems and then he's like what someone should take care of you too someone should take care of you too <laughs> yeah i think um and he goes and hugs his loving parents. really got her with that one but uh i think the fact that he had the family just made me just think that he was kind of spoiled and like <laughs> i mean because like if he was supposed to be this troubled kid like but then he had this like loving supporting family like it kind of just made him seem like more of a child which i don't really know if they meant to do that or not mm-hmm. but like I don't know. Right. Um, and I don't, I mean, did, was she ultimately happier at the end of this movie, or did anything? I don't know. Like, did she learn? I think it kind of was, like, a movie where nothing happens. Yeah, I think she just learned, like, not to get too close to people, but also do get close to people. Like, I don't really know. I'm not. I don't know. It was like, don't be as invested in your job as you, like, currently are, but at the same time, like, she enjoyed that? I don't really know what the main message was. Well, actually, I do, because I read the description while this was on, like, YouTube movies. They basically explain what the the point or, or the message is supposed to be. It's exploring the fine line between being a grown-up and being a kid. Miss Stevens is about students becoming teachers and teachers coming to realize that the messiness of youth never really goes away. So there you have it, folks, in a nutshell. Huh. It's about youth, I guess. (laughs) Youth, good and bad. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Youth both good and bad. <laughs> Wait, we have to we have to rate this. Um Okay, yeah. I rated it two out of five. Okay. I actually rated it at first I rated it three and a half, and then I was like, or three, maybe. Like, I don't know. I think since I don't know. I feel like I did enjoy it actually. Like I felt like it was a lot like the dialogue was just so much better than um than love the coopers and i just was like so relieved to be watching like a normal movie that i was like it like wasn't (laughs) i felt like it was a little (laughs) bit better i don't know i like did like love the coopers better but i can't really give that anything above one and a half i will say this is more of like actually trying to do something creative and like original so that's all give it a two but i don't I don't really want to give it any higher, although I know we're going to have to compromise. Yeah, I think we're going to have to compromise <laughs> at, if I lower mine, two and a yeah, half? two and a half. Because uh, okay. I know you really didn't like it, but I feel like I did kind of like it. I just did it. it. Um, I'd actually seen, like, the first, like, 30 minutes of this movie before when I just tried to watch it, like, just another occasion, and I genuinely could not finish it consensus of two and a half stars i guess means since it's free on youtube with ads you could watch it <laughs> you could watch you it could. if you're like really bored but i don't really recommend it if this is the type of movie that you're into then maybe give it a chance but yeah and i think i mean it's like uh i don't know i feel like it's a good example of an indie movie 
I don't know. Like, it really is an indie movie. No, it's movie. not, because there's so many better indie movies. Like, this is trying to be an okay, indie okay, movie Okay, that, okay, that's Like, it's really true. accepting it. That's kind of true. I, don't I think know. that is fair. Um, so, two and a half is a good consensus. It's not good, but it's a consensus. <laughs> okay, well, watch it if you feel like it. Maybe it's free, so you can. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Um, all right, so our next episode is going to be, oh, would you like to do us the honor? (laughs) The Sam Claflin's Last Hour, where we're going to watch Me Before You and Adrift, so if you don't want to be spoiled for those, check them out. Anyways, um, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, hopefully. Bye. Thanks, bye. She's my favorite teacher ever. Favorite teacher ever. Oh my god, this is such a long episode. <laughs>